Riku, talk to me. I heard a scream. Sora, tell me what's going on. Mickey, it's Riku. They put bugs in him. What? Welcome back, everyone, to Kingdom Hearts by Hearts, where we're picking up from a, a devious cliffhanger, sort of. <laughs> uh, I'm your your hapless Islander boy, armed with nothing but his wit and his power of friendship, Kevin. Joined by my American gladiator. Bug block course, Marshall. <laughs> There's a, re a real American Ninja Warrior up in here. Yeah, yeah it's, it's it's time. It's Hollow Bastion, but not the way you've seen it, baby. Because it's recoded. Everything's just a little bit different. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we're going to talk about it. <clears throat> so, let's see. We left off. Sora, and no Keyblade, um, and a bunch of other bad stuff happened. Pete did some taunting, and Rude. Riku got bugged. Mm -hmm. Yes. So we followed their tricks, and it led us to Hollow Bastion pretty unceremoniously, um, at least as far as the original game, where you just hop on into a new screen and bam you're in the final world presumably <laughs> um but yeah here we are so we run into pete once more and he decides that this is his own personal little playground and he's <laughs> he's bugged up the place and yeah it's weird seeing one kingdom hearts one hollow bastion recreated so faithfully and then seeing pete just kind of like as the main villain <laughs> it's just these things don't don't belong so here we are yeah yeah uh he has lots of blocks for us which is our main i guess you could call it the gimmick of this world mm -hmm. because yeah we don't have a keyblade which means we can't do no fightings. Yeah. And I remember last week, as we ended, I was thinking, okay, well, well, what are what are we gonna do here? Because you start in Hollow Bastion, you um, you start in uh, ooh, I should, I should know this. That you the, got this, you got this. I believe the, in you. The the area after Rising Falls, Correct. before the castle proper, just the general entrance. You're I guess? so castle close. <laughs> castle gates. Castle. Castle gate. Oh, oh, he's right there. You're so but, close. Yeah, we start there, uh, and immediately, yeah, you just see a ton of blocks, and you're like, "Whoa, what is this crazy wonderland?" Oh yeah. So I was like, okay, are these going to be fighting blocks? Are these going to be platforming blocks? 
Like, what are, what are we getting in for? And also, how long are we going to be keybladeless? Because if we're <laughs> if we're aping Kingdom Hearts one, it won't be too long. But oh, how foolish I was! <laughs> yeah, you're you're. In fact, I have tried Questoration to come back here once we're done done. But yeah, you are keybladeless the entirety of Hollow Bastion. Poor boy. Well, 95% of it. Well, actually, yes, but, you're correct. Yeah. <laughs> I guess outside of the end, so outside of the, the boss stage, you're going to be keyblade correct. So, uh, RIP to getting uh, three wishes last game, or last episode. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. Y- you... You can't do nothing. You can't even heal, unlike Kingdom Hearts 1, where you could still do magic with the wooden sword. Yep. So all of your commands are useless, save for your item commands. So, because you just you just can't use them. So you might as well just stock up on those, spread them out, because again, there's no way to heal. Uh, and yep. there are some 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 baddies that will run across every now and then. Uh, basically, our Hollow Bastion staples. Yeah, the Dark Balls. We got the Defenders, and we got the Wyverns, and the 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 block spiders will pop up every now and then too. But it's it's the big boys. Mm-hmm. The the, so, the 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 we're in the end game now, boys, boys. Yeah, especially when. Well, we'll get to it. There are certain, um, you know, forced combat sequences where they start coming at you and. Big numbers and it. yes, it's overwhelming. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So yeah, for now we are on the defense. So avoid fights because I mean that's really yeah. all you can do. You can't actually <laughs> participate. Uh, so just yeah, be like the leaf and avoid all the. Dangers that await. Run away! But yeah, this is the best time to make use of all of the movement abilities. So the high jumps and the air slides. Yes, exactly. I'd love to be like you. Need you should prioritize these, but it, there's no way unless you're like looking at like a, a walkthrough of like the stat matrix to figure out which one is which. Right. So, but by this time, I feel like you've probably gotten at least one of the two in some degree. Yeah. So more power to you. Yes. It helps a lot here. And a good god, we talked about it last episode, but if you do not have high jump at this point, I just, I cry for you. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's... I don't understand how it's not a critical path ability at this point, because how annoying it would be without it. Yeah, because the first level of scan is, like, on that main first pathway, so you, like, have to get it. I think high jump is... It's either one of the early ones that's blocked by a debug block... Or it's just off uh, the beaten pathway and it's not. So it, the game kind of does, doesn't does entice you to, like, go here. Like, there's, there's no big arrow, go here, get this. But I feel like it's not, like, you know, hidden deep within the stat matrix. So you're not, like, you know, oh, I just screwed up, like, most of the game. I don't, I'm not going to get this ability. It you, you can get it fairly right. easily early on. So um, Yeah, not, not too far off, but technically missable so definitely. if you're doing your due diligence you, you should definitely have it by now because mm-hmm. yeah 
there's going to be a lot of awkward platforming where you're going to be you're going to fall and it's nice to just kind of <laughs> jump over you know at least one level of blocks to kind of eschew the uh the path they've laid out yeah definitely yeah especially with there's a lot more bouncy blocks this level let's <laughs> <Just> get <laughs> quite nefarious Def- so it's nice to just be able to jump past them and not worry about it mm-hmm. or so, if, yeah, yeah yeah or being able to get like easily to them so yeah so i guess for obvious reference this world makes use of like every single block type imaginable i think because there's the normal ones there's obviously danger ones the metals are the ones that don't break there's a lot of bouncy like you just said and there's also a few magnet ones because i think at this point magnets have only been in system sectors sectors. yeah and then i think one or two pair blocks too so honestly it does the entire 360 of block types that we've seen thus far all the stops yeah pete just just had a field day didn't he so, if you want, slash if you're, you know, tapping into Kingdom Hearts 1 memories, you can go straight for the door, but oh no, it's locked. Ah, Who would have thought? Which means we have no other choice but to go to the waterway. Mm-hmm. Which, again, kind of uh, fast forwards, so you skip the... Um, <laughs> That uh, not waterway area in between the yes uh, the fall area yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where the dark balls will spawn then you got to kill them all before you can activate the switch to get back up you all know the one yes you skip like the outside uh, area and just go straight directly yes, into the dungeony exactly. part of it yes which the dungeon has been somewhat consolidated as far as it's pretty much just the one big room mm-hmm. instead of kind of splintering rooms that have different entrances and exits uh but it's still a little little mazy so yep. uh, i guess the sub mechanic of this world is the switches that we've all come to love so dearly uh, you, you hit a blue switch and then a red switch appears, and then you go and you press the red switch. And when they first introduced them as a little tutorial, it's just hit it, then walk, then hit the other one. Congratulations, you did it! Oh my go, god, oh, yeah, I oh, forgot. This, it's like literally like five feet brains. away from you. <laughs> yeah, like they make sure that you cannot mess this up whatsoever. Oh. And yeah, it, it uh, sets a bit of a an unreal. Ex- unrealistic expectation <laughs> yeah the next one throws you straight into the blender so yeah <laughs> yeah so each time you run into one of these boys it's just standing there in the room unassumingly menacingly even. and yeah exactly you, you click it and then the camera pans over to the, the other switch which is usually just, yeah, a couple steps away. And you figure, oh, I'll just walk right to it. But then, <laughs> in between the little script sequence and then when you get the gameplay back, uh, a swarth of blocks appears in an incredibly inconvenient pattern. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and you realize, oh, no, this is going to be way harder than I thought. That makes more sense, because otherwise, what would be the point if you just walk over and press it? 
Uh, and yeah, the first real quote unquote switch puzzle. Uh, definitely put me through the grinder, as you said. Yeah. Uh, cool. That first time where I was just immediately like, well, this is going to be impossible. Uh, how am I supposed to get through this? Because <laughs> it's, it's just, they're like just running at you and there's tiny little spaces in between where you can get through. But then awkwardly, I don't know if it's just because I like timed my jumps wrong or if this just happens. I would just bump the top block that sails over you mm-hmm. and then you get hit and you get thrown back at like an angle yep. and then you get hit by the next row of blocks and it yep. just, yeah, it just turns into pain. A little it's bit. basically like yep. the Super Mario Brothers movie when he tries to do the course for the first time. And Truly. True. I, that's, completely pulverized. That's a perfect cinematic parallel. <laughs> and I just, in my soul, I feel dread. <laughs> yeah yeah because you don't have you have like in, in fact um i made a note i actually took off high jump for this because i kept doing what you oh, did and kept that's like a good call i kept hitting yeah. so for for a visualization for those who are not playing the game there's like these metal blocks in the middle and there's essentially almost like a rotating conveyor belt of blocks that drop to the ground and try to essentially push you yep. back and keep you from getting to the switch and they're a mix of metal blocks Bug blocks, which doesn't matter because we can't break them either way, and danger blocks, which are the yellow ones that hit you or hurt you upon contact. So you just got these constant waves just kind of essentially pushing Sora back. And just like Kevin said, when you try to jump over them, there's a point where the bounce blocks are above you. So they just shoot you immediately right back down. And then, oh, I'm back at the start now because I got pushed back. And uh, this is this is just painful. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, admittedly, I'll give them credit for using the blocks in creative ways. Oh, absolutely. It's clever little devils. Yes. <laughs> yeah, because even earlier, right before you get to this, there's a section where you're avoiding block... block bugs, which are the enemies, uh, but there's yes. kind of this, a weird back and forth, weird back and forth, but the, the metal blocks kind of move around a little bit, so you've you have to try to like maneuver through like these openings as they become available before you get to like this switch area. So yeah, they're definitely actually pulling out all the stops when it comes to making use of the block types that have been introduced. Yeah, it's just yeah, you don't really you don't play Kingdom Hearts this way usually, where the platforming is actually essential. Like, usually it's just to mm-hmm. get a little treasure off the main course. Or if it is to get, like, you know, like Deep Jungle, there's some weird platforming there. Yeah, exactly. But it's not, like, in, like, you know, ter- I mean, some people might say it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not, like, you don't have to think too much about it. But here yeah. it's like, oh, gosh, am I playing a Mario game suddenly? But yeah, yeah it's, it's like truly it's a core focus here, which which kind of makes sense yeah. with the gameplay element of blocks. But but still, it does a it's a very hard turn, especially as as your Keyblade lists, yes. and especially as this world is just yeah. populated with blocks. So it's a very you go from hot to cold and or vice versa so fast. It is a little bit of a whiplash. Yeah, especially because you know once again. We're in this scenario where suddenly all our commands 
are useless and we're doing something completely different. And again, it's theoretically the final world. So that just seems like weird timing. Like maybe if this was temporary, mm-hmm. like, you know, you get the Keyblade much earlier. Maybe, okay, this is cool, but no, this this is it, fam. I mean, <laughs> we're going to get some, some little bonus goodies in a little bit that kind of shake things up. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you're not, you're not doing any fighting. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, okay. It, and we'll talk about it, it further in a little bit, but it makes it, your gameplay perspective shifts drastically because you're now not doing any of the combat. You are going to very yeah. shortly be relying on other people to do the fighting for you uh, and like supporting it from the side. Yeah. Basically you become yeah. the NPC party yeah. member. It's you after all these years. Yeah. Yeah, so it's just like, uh, okay, I guess we're doing this now. <laughs> uh, but th- yeah, this is all we got. So we gotta like it. Um, but once, yeah, once you get through the switch and you hit it, mm-hmm. congratulations, the door is open. So make your way back, which thankfully is much easier to get back yes. versus going <laughs> the way you came in. Uh, you can also scoop up some little prizes here and there. But yeah, getting back to the main entrance, the castle gates, and then the main hall. Uh, surprise! Pete was expecting us the whole time. Oh no! And he sets a big block trap. Wow! Where? Yeah, you're just trapped into a big room, and there's. Is it? Is it just shadows? Are there any other? Maybe block bugs. Um, oh yeah yeah it's uh he makes um a little arena where you're completely like enclosed in and almost like a little pac-man-esque like little kind of maze with uh block bugs and shadows yeah so you just kind of yeah and there might be like some danger blocks as well and like in the middle so you usually have to like survive for like 30 60 seconds something like that yeah it's 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 unclear, like, what is the quote-unquote win condition here slash pass condition. Yeah, because... Is does, it, yeah, a certain does, time passing? Do you have to take damage? Which I think mine actually prompted after I took a hit, but, like, after a certain amount of time, it was weird. <laughs> oh, I, I definitely took a few hits. So it might... There, hmm, I'd be curious if there's a timer an and or an HP threshold... Before it cuts to the yeah. the following cutscene, but yeah, I, did, it, I the, did die at one point though. Like the first try, you, you can die. So ooh. it's not like other Kingdom Hearts scenarios where as soon as you go below a certain amount, it just passes you. Like there is a fail state. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um. But my strategy was just jump back and forth and air slide just in a straight line from one end to the next without really doing anything else because yeah there's a bunch of danger blocks around that will hit you and then when they hit you they're gonna bump you into another one that'll hit you and then the heartless will hit you and then before you know it you're dead so yes that that's kind of what my experience was so you can just kind of skirt them pretty easily yeah you're truly like tiptoeing with danger (laughs) yeah yeah, and it's the the walls are the red blocks, so you're thinking, okay, is there a way for me to 
hit these and escape. Is that what I'm expected to do? To do, but no, because uh, again, you can't. You don't have any options. Yeah, there's even like I'm chill. Ooh. Oh, yeah. What were you gonna say? Oh, just I super quickly. I, there, <laughs> there are these little like almost gaps in the block walls too. So it's like I think they're just there because of the way the the entrance hall environment is. But I kept sticking my head around a corner, being like, "Can I get out through here?" Nope, invisible wall. Oh yeah. But there's like a super obvious, corners. not super obvious, but there's like a one block column break, and you're like, "Ha ha, the exit! Yeah. I've made it!" No, the, this rat yeah. is not getting out of the maze. <laughs> yeah, I had a similar thought at first, but I think it's just yeah, because essentially, um, well, actually, yeah, I don't know why they wouldn't just fill that in yeah. with another column. Never mind. <laughs> and but then all of a sudden before we know it the day's saved it's goofy it's it's the lad himself yay <laughs> he's he's in the data scape he's inexplicably changed his clothes so apparently <laughs> they brought the spare clothes with him too question mark yeah the, the clothes change is I feel like it is and isn't noticeable at the same time, but they never they never it just never addressed because even I'm gonna rely on your knowledge for this one. Even when they show up in Traverse Town and one, there's nothing like these are our traveling clothes. They're just in their Nomura design clothes at that point. There's no real well. They have in the last Disney Castle cutscene. They had the line of. Hey, we should get some new duds for when we get there. So they do acknowledge. Oh, okay. So, never mind. You're like, okay, that that's enough. They do make a point to say we're gonna change clothes. Uh, and as we know, Kingdom Hearts usually painstakingly explains why characters may change their clothes sometimes. Shirtless Mickey. <laughs> shirtless Mickey. But I, I, the reason it stands out to me is just. Before I played, uh, I had seen, you know, Goofy and Donald uh, appear in Hollow Bastion, but in their quote unquote battle outfits. Mm-hmm. And I, for some reason, I just always assumed those were data versions of them. <laughs> oh. And that was the way they differentiated them. Like, hey, Shara, we can't be there, but here's a hand from our data shadows. <laughs> but no, it's just them. Yeah, they they brought a change of clothes. Maybe maybe it's just the the blanket excuse. So it was Donald's magic. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Oh, maybe Bobby Bull, whatever. <laughs> but yes, Goofy is here to save the day. A hook, and they have the whole explanation of. Um, yeah, Goofy said, stay put, or Mickey said, to stay put, but he says, don't mm-hmm. worry, oh, I got your back, and so I was like, oh, but I feel so bad, we barely even know each other, you're doing me this huge favor, and Goofy reminds him, well, just like you said, we're friends, who's keeping score, but <laughs> if you have to know, right now, it's about 36 to 2. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, uh, I'm sure they use some power friendship line somewhere in there. 
but literally so, uh, very soon very very soon they will <laughs> yeah yeah uh so we got our new gimmick which is mm, pikmin basically <laughs> a little bit yeah yeah <laughs> you're not doing the things you're telling goofy to do the things exactly so yeah welcome to you are now the party member so we have goofy now yay so you can actually do stuff so there's like a they go through instead of attack you like cycle through essentially like a, a, like a command setting for them so for for goofy i should say so there's a generic just follow me there is one that goes to attack enemies and the one that goes to break blocks so you're able to kind of control yeah. the behavior of the party members which is good because like yeah, not unlike Kingdom Hearts one, the yeah little known use of the triangle button. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yeah, that's that's honestly like a perfect correlation. So yeah, but now we have I was about to say we have them fighting words, but Goofy uh, is now ready to throw hands and he can throw hands and also use commands because yes. uh, all of your physical commands will now translate into yep. one of two goofy commands so he does the iconic yeah they do the turbo where he just does a little sliding on his shield or the, the t very traditional goofy tornado with throwing hands out and everybody's catching them yes yes so basically the olympus coliseum system and, yeah, all I had was Turbo. I looked up a guide for one, just to see all those commands, and yeah, it's just the two you mentioned. But for Goofy Tornado, I didn't have any of the commands that translate to that, because they were all, I assume, pretty high level. So Let's take a look. That was questionable. Yeah. I, I'm curious I, if that command is just really broken. <laughs> I So all my original commands, once I got Goofy, did become Turbo. And then I was just messing around, throwing yeah. stuff in, and I, I got Tornado eventually. Uh, but right before we okay. started, I was looking at the list of stuff. You, you're, you are very right. So I was looking at the list for Goofy Turbo. It's most of the physical commands translate into that. So that's honestly right. pr pretty on par. But for Goofy Tornado, there's about 10. So very quickly, Chain Rave, Muscle Strike, Rising Rush, Stun Impact, Eruption, Zantatsuken, Judgment Triad, Shockfall, Gravity Drop. There we go. So yeah, a lot of high-level yeah. physical commands. I think I have, at this point, Rising Rush and definitely like one Shockfall or Gravity Drop. But yeah, most of these, I think, are like high-level or even like quest reward commands. So you won't... Uh, that would make sense. Yeah, well, I guess if you come back for Questploration this comes more into play. But yeah, for the initial Quest, most playthrough, you, you'll you probably be using mostly Goofy Turbo. But luckily, both are very good. There, There's luckily not a command here, nor once we get done, that sucks, luckily. That was kind of my big, like, caveat, no, I shouldn't say caveat, but that was the big, like, all right, we're not, be we're not playing Sora, really, or we're not doing normal Sora gameplay this world. How good are using the NPCs going to feel? And for the most part, it's it's honestly a success. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I mean, it's the most useful they've ever been <laughs> <laughs> because, yeah, you can kind of control them directly 
there are definitely some little little quirks in the system, though. Oh, definitely. Mostly, like, if you're jumping slash if they're jumping, your command just doesn't go through. It's weird. Sora will say, Goofy, but the command... It doesn't go into cooldown, and Goofy doesn't do the thing. It's it's weird. Yes, I, I also realized that unresponsive. <laughs> yeah, it's like using an item, like like a potion. Or yeah, like, yeah. So, like you either have to wait until you hit the ground, or even yeah, yeah. Because even spoiler, you use a lot of potions, obviously, in this world. Um, and also, they they'll heal your party members. So whatever percentage they heal Sora for will apply to Donald or you know Goofy, and then Donald very shortly after. Luckily. Uh, but yeah, I think they're like those where you can only use them like when you're stationed on the ground. So you can't just right. air slide 15 times and be like, just unleash hell upon my foes, friends! Yeah. <laughs> and then, yes, they do have a cooldown, so you can't use them constantly. And then, yeah, in general, just the standard attack that Goofy does is pretty good. Uh, so really, all you have to do is Keep him healthy, keep feeding him potions, and if he dies, go up and recover him. Which is interesting, because you're... The reason he died is because he was surrounded by Heartless, so if you're going up to him, you're opening yourself up to all the Heartless that just killed him. <laughs> yes, you gotta be so very there's a real, <laughs> real risk factor at play, which, yeah, definitely got me... A couple of times, so yeah, don't be stingy with those potions, because recovering them from death is, yeah, your last ditch effort. Last ditch effort, literally. Um, mm-hmm. It's not great. Yeah, I think I had maybe 10 or 15 normal potions by the time we entered Hollow Bastion, and at the first save point, I bought like 20, 25 of them, because I knew... We're gonna be here for the long haul, and luckily, obviously, enemies yeah. still brought blah, blah, blah. enemies still drop prizes in terms of money and HP, and I also got a lot of potions back, honestly, from uh, grinding through enemies. So, but yeah, I bought a bunch. I honestly, at this point, haven't been using money a whole lot at all. So I was like, if I'm gonna use it at some point, now is gonna be the time. So I'm not riding the struggle bus for most of Hollow Bastion. Yeah, exactly. I had a similar mindset of like well these these items are never going to be worth more than what they are now so might as well just yeah not get too stingy with them like i said uh so yeah there we have it people goof the goof is through the roof so (laughs) all right now we can get to the actual nitty gritty of the world so once we are freed, uh, you can run. You'll find the uh, the little emblem doorway. Yep. Uh, which is missing the four pieces, and then Sora very specifically remarks on it. Which I don't know. I just think it's funny how in the first game, like you see it, and you're like, okay, I get it. Like I understand what to, I have to do. But here, they go through a whole scene of like, wait a minute, is this the heartless emblem? It's broken into four pieces. Maybe we need to reconstruct the four pieces to open the door. <laughs> <laughs> 
So we're off to the races. Uh, we can go to the library if we're so inclined. But there's really not anything to do there. There's one switch, which you can examine, and Sora will just go, hey, what's this? I don't, what, am, what am I supposed to do with this? I don't know. <laughs> That's a secret <laughs> and, for later. Yes. There's there's some item on the table. Is it an emblem piece? Or it is, is it an emblem piece, yes. Something else. Okay, so. okay. so yeah, one, <laughs> one down, baby. Yeah, yeah, you can come here, or you have to come through here to get another emblem piece, so... But yeah, if you're so inclined, you can grab it now and or later. I don't think they're... Yeah, there's not a specific order, luckily. You just gotta find them. Eventually! So, but yes. Yeah, you don't... Uh, so I guess you don't need to get the the piece, but you do need to enter this room because well, maybe not, I don't know. Uh, yeah. But once you leave, you get a quick little scene of one, one infamous little duck running off where he ought not to be. Uh, it's, it's questionable. Why doesn't he just stay put? <laughs> but yeah, it's Donald. Donald has entered the chat. <laughs> so let's go find him, shall we? Yeehaw. Yeah, he goes running off. Yeah, yeah, when you exit into the castle gates, you see Donald heading towards the waterway. So, you gotta beam it for there, and head boom. Yeah, because yeah, we're literally just there. Yes. So, once we... I mean, you can kind of peruse as you want, because yeah, you have Goofy, and he's got his his uh, block busting mode. Yes. Which, boy howdy, I, I hope you like the 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 standard goofy stock battle cry. Oh, I do. Oh, <laughs> take that. Oh, take that. Like, every single hit, he has to say something. <laughs> That's what makes him so powerful. That's why he's got to say it. It gives him his power. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah, but yeah, you can start busting blocks for you. Yeah. I, he's actually super useful things. because he, I, and Donald, I know some Donald a few times, but luckily it's, it's goofy. It's traditional goofy. So his shield is a deflect box as well as a hit box at the same time. So, and honestly, I wish I could be able to do this. So for all the danger blocks, when he goes into like block busting mode, he can only just walk into them. And his shield counts as, like, contact immediately, so they immediately uh, bump. Sometimes Donald will jump into them later on, but most of the time, they're pretty good at keeping their distance and being able to hit a block. It's just, it's very, it's luckily very foolproof for Goofy to kind of really screw up here. So, uh, I was just very happy with that, nice. especially with, like, the block books, too. But yes, Goofy's just a good fighter, thank God. Yes. So, if you are so inclined, you can start to do some some blocky things out on the castle gates to scoop up some prizes, slash... Mm -hmm. I think there is at least one emblem... Yes! ...here on, like, the far edge that you will need to get. Yes. Um, so you can, I guess you could do it, yeah. You could do it now, totally, because you just need to be able to block bus... Yes. Block... Bleh, bleh, bust blocks so you can get the bouncy blocks and then jump over everything to get to the other side. Because, yeah, it's not traditional yes. Hollow Bastion where you can go through the castle and then come out on the other side where the other balcony is. You have to 
platform over there. So yeah, you can right. get over there. It's the it's the same area where you come out and you immediately get paranoid because you're gonna fall off into the abyss. And sure as mm-hmm. sure as shit, there's a uh, magnet blocks over there trying to mess you up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, there's you know there's all sorts of branching paths with little prize blocks on them, and for the most part, I got them all except for that one where. It's kind of parallel to the railing on the other side. <clears throat> and it's got the the steel box, so it's got it's got something good in it, but it's it's just two rows of damage blocks parallel to each other with a little space in between. And I could not understand how you're supposed to get through it. Like it seemed like you needed glide or even um uh wisdom form quick roll quick roll quick roll is that what that ability is called i don't remember i don't think it's a roll a little ground scoop i think it's quick run quick run quick me quick run yeah oh the wisdom growth ability yes i think i just literally put goofy into block busting mode i think i dominate goofy at this point and i just let them bust all the stuff and then hopped over I think that's what I did. Really? Is it that simple? Could it be? <laughs> <laughs> it's easier than you think. Huh. Okay, maybe. Yeah, maybe you do need Dom for that one for yeah. some, some more. Are they ro- are, it the, are they the danger blocks that rotate like along the pathway? Am I think of a different one? No, no. They're just stationary in a block in the row, uh, and there's just it's like call, row of blocks blank empty row for you presumably to you know go through and then another on top okay and you can you can jump and almost maybe you just need two um two air slides actually you can almost get past it but then if you hit it like if you fall and hit one it's really annoying it it sends you recoiling back at an angle so it's not like you can just kind of force your way through it by you know, covering the distance you lose with air slide because mm-hmm. yeah, it's just it's awkward. I didn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> I did it. I let the boy. <laughs> yeah. Luckily, every um, when you go to view a world, it tells you how many rare prize the rare prize blocks that you have missed. So, yeah. Luckily, oh, it's it, they 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 keep a tracking marker of it. So it's luckily. Very easy to go back and know, okay, I missed one here, missed two here, so on and so forth. Okay, so we are on hunt for emblems slash for Donald's. So make our way back to the waterway. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a bit more involved now. Uh, there's a few more extra puzzles. Yes. Which, yeah, they get a little tough because now you've got the ability to uh bash the blocks with goofy Mm -hmm. so it becomes this weird scenario where yeah you just have to time your inputs well slash just focus goofy on the right things and so when you first get goofy it's i mean this happens every world but Mm. you just get bombarded by tutorial boxes yeah and it's like okay I don't really understand this, but I guess it'll make sense once I actually start playing. <laughs> but one of them 
is just the idea that locking on, like using lock on will yes. tell Goofy to focus on this target, whether be it a block or und foe. Yeah, it's just, uh, I don't know, it's a little finicky, as you might imagine. <laughs> yeah, because you can't really Where... lock onto the blocks too good, per se. You get that little interaction green cursor right. when you get close enough to it, but it's not like a lock-on enemy cursor for or like specific targeting. So yeah, to get them to take out certain blocks, you have to be, you have to be like, you know, nose-to-nose -nose with it and then say, attack. And then they'll know to attack the thing that's directly in front of you. If not, they just kind of right. truly become block-seeking projectiles. And they're like, there's not a block around here that'll survive me. Not today! <laughs> or, you know, basically like that. Yeah, because the way to get to these timed sections are usually focus on the one specific block spot to, you know, make your opening. And <laughs> then go through there, not take out every single block, because that's just going to waste time. So results, results can certainly vary. And one weird quirk I noticed is when, if you're just in walk mode, telling them to follow, you can't yep. walk on to anything, which is, it was so confusing. Oh. I was like, what, weird. why can't I lock on to anything? Am I just misremembering what the lock on button was? <laughs> <laughs> 20 hours in, I forget what the buttons do. It was making me question everything. But yeah, you just... You gotta make sure they're in attack mode or block mode. Then they'll do the lock-on thing. Then they'll they'll take out the block and you can go through Interesting. Okay. Alright. Yeah, so it gets, a little, it gets a little tense. But once you actually get through, it's like, ooh, yeah. <laughs> Look at me. I'm, I'm so good at uh, prioritizing and commanding my dog to do the thing I want to do. <laughs> and they start introducing kind of like little prize alternative paths for you to go out of your way if you're feeling bold. Mm -hmm. So that's fun to nab those on your way. But yeah, after a couple of puzzles, nothing too bad. I was definitely worried because, you know, it's the waterway, which in the first game is it can be pretty annoying. Uh, yeah, so I was worried this was going to turn to like a whole like Wonderland-esque labyrinth. And I was just, just wasn't emotionally prepared for that. But <laughs> luckily, it's it's pretty, you know, one puzzle after another and you can get through it relatively unscathed. Yeah, it's not some of them later and I guess the very first one can be kind of painful. But luckily, it's not. It could be so much worse definitely say that yes <laughs> yes and they there's a lot of variety in them which mm. i think is nice it's not just the same thing like okay attack the block goofy yeah i know i get through i think of some the, of them are more clever it's not the oh i guess theoretically any emblem piece could be your last emblem piece but i always think right. of the one in the upper hallway above the regular entrance hall so above where the emblem or not the emblem socket door is the yeah that, that's yeah. what that little switch puzzle always stands out in my mind because i think they're all the purple blocks of the ones that take three hits to yep get rid of 
and there's like a prize block at the top or there's sometimes there's like a I think they're exploding blocks the ones that look like like magma also kind of strewn without so that that one always comes to mind of like one eating the incredible anxiety but then also a lot of joy when you overcome it as well yeah exactly yeah because I, I don't know you always get a little thrill when you get through a little time thing and you're like yeah oh, okay I don't have to worry about this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, luckily these are all one and done, so you don't have to. Yeah. Unless you redid the replay episode option, which you can. But yeah, right. luckily it's it's very one and done. It's not going to haunt you for the rest of your life, luckily. Yes. So we find Donald and um, little, a little back and forth of Donald. How'd you get lost? He says, what? You're the ones who are lost. What? <laughs> And then Sora, once again, is feeling all, Oh, I'm so sorry. You guys are always helping me. <laughs> they're like, well, gosh, we like getting in your mess with Sora, because we're your friends. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's like getting to know you all over again. It's, it's great. <laughs> Sora's like, what do, you, what do you mean? You already know me, don't you? I'm the real Sora. Gosh, uh, yeah, you're the real Sora. We're definitely not gonna delete you after this, so you don't become sentient and try to escape and wreak havoc. He, he, he knows. Uh, he, okay, you'd be questioning like, where, where's the like data Sora existential crisis? But he knows he's a program. Uh, y- yeah, I, I think he does. But it it is it does get questionable when they start like acknowledging that there's another Sora of like okay but like does does Data Sora like feel bad about this because <laughs> like that's kind of the thing in Kingdom Hearts is like the replica wants what the original had and, oh you're not wrong so it's kind of weird that they're just ah. brushing over it like gosh we love you puppet Sora. <laughs> <laughs> They do make a lot of, especially the end of this world, there's a lot of, like, well, even though he's a program, he's definitely still Sora, and... Right. Yeah, there's a lot of that throughout, especially Hollow Bastion, which, yeah, it's exclusive to Data Sora, because even Data Riku is, he's still called Data Riku and or Riku throughout the game, but he's really just Jiminy's journal given a form, essentially, so he doesn't have a weird... Riku replica has already had the existential crisis. We don't need another Riku having an existential crisis. Exactly. This time we, we can shift it to yeah. Sora, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, no, for the most part, he has a... He's taking it all in stride. Um, yes. But, yeah, the, the boys the boys are back down once more. So now you got Donald, and same, same idea, uh, except now it's all your magic commands which convert... Which, let's see, he's got Donaldo Thundaga and Donald Firaga, which, you know, are pretty intuitive as far as which one, which one, uh, which of your commands convert to his. Although I'm curious how they split all the non-Fyra and Thunder spells, like which categories they fall under. But I just directly used my Fire and Thunder commands. Oh, okay. Because that yeah. is most intuitive. It sounds about right. Looks like Donald Thundaga. I had Thundaga the most, and also Thundaga is my definitely my preferred of the two. So I was yeah. not complaining. Uh, but yeah, it looks like most of the norm traditional 
magic abilities. So, yeah. Like, th- normal Thundaga, Faraga, all of the, like, the super high level, like, triple burst, triple Faraga, triple Blizzaga. Most of these, like, Thunder Tracer, most of these turn into Kuraga, actually, as well. All turn to Donald Thundaga. Okay, and then Donald Faraga is all the lesser ones. So your fires, your blizzards, your thunders, your arrows, your regular okay. magnets, so on and so forth. So it's it's the <laughs> it's the goofy turbo versus tornado, but right. less selective. I guess like again, like yeah, Thundaga pulls from the higher level magic, but there's just a better spread of high level magic in this game. And also, it comes fairly right. easy, depending on how you can create commands, definitely. So, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, like you said, Thundaga is... I mean, just in general, as I've explained, Thunder is a really good spell in this game. Mm-hmm. And that definitely translates to Donald as well. Yeah. Because Fyraga is... It's, it, you know, it's fine. But as far as... You're just not getting as much bang for your buck... There exactly versus, yeah especially in a world you know, this where big spread aoe attack exactly so even in the world where we have defenders uh, like just having a big oh, yes. frontal projectile yeah. is not going to be as effective even though i noticed a lot actually depending on where donald's positioned between him and the defender when he does thundaga it most of the attacks will just bounce off the shield unfortunately but the more yeah, you know. I couldn't get a real good grip on, yeah, magic and defenders. Because I couldn't tell, okay, are they just immune, period? Yeah. Are they just immune to thunder? Is it just because, you know, the weird shield, like, where the positioning is? Because sometimes it seemed like magic would work against them, other times it wouldn't. I was just like, eh. Yeah, because even in Cage 1, when you hit a defender with magic in the, in the shield, it then responds with magic, right? Right. So Hi, yeah, yes, yeah. Exactly. He, he I got, don't think it does quite here. No, they just kind of block it off. Because even here, they don't have yeah. much magic. I think they do like fire and some blizzards, but that's kind of the extent of it. Which might have been their actually the, that was probably their original move set. So <laughs> yeah, they're they're totally fine. Yeah. But yeah, that's my one big gripe I had with the AI is because obviously you lock onto an opponent and you select K. Kill this thing for me, right. please, my, my good old friends. If I feel like for the defender, if they engage with the defender on the shield side, they'll just keep hacking away at it. So I feel like when it comes to defenders, the positioning matters a lot. Like whether you like unlock from it and then like pull away or you cycle through so they're not on heartless offense. You, you, you have to manipulate them a little bit to get them around the shield sometimes. But luckily, once once they do get on the right side, they take care of them very easily. It's just that positioning, which I guess is kind of indicative of, you know, defenders are ground-based, but they have big old shield. Uh, we're going to ignore block bucks. Blocks? Bugs? God damn it. <laughs> For this time. Uh, but then look at dark balls and wyverns, which are, you know, very aerial-based. So each one kind of comes with its own little yeah. tricksies to play around. Yes. Yeah, definitely. And um, I I do appreciate on the note of the aerial enemies that uh, the game kind of auto k- 
correct for you as far as if you use Goofy Turbo. He can still Goofy Turbo in the air! Yay! It's, yeah! So it's not like strike, la- strike Raid where it's just locked to the one plane. Uh, so that's quite nice. So. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> there are ways to deal with EOFOs. It's not like they didn't think about, okay, well, how are they going to fight, you know, strictly against Donald and Goofy? So it's it, it comes together surprisingly well yeah I say. <laughs> yeah that's good i'd be i'd be curious I, this requires like looking, looking into like the actual game data but if you were at because i think i'm level like tw- at this point I'm a little further now obviously i think i was level 23 25 around this time so oh gosh i, I wonder no if idea. <laughs> i wonder if they scale based off of you yeah because i can uh, so that's a good question yeah yeah who's doing level run uh recoded runs tell us uh, the <laughs> if yeah. the hollow bastion's a pain in the ass or not but yeah that that kind of came to mind is like if you are under leveled does this become much more of a slog or we just at uh. a good spot because i haven't really had to grind at all i actually so not in the yeah. notes, but just a general note i had in my head was until you get to the end of this world, you cannot do, you cannot return to other worlds. They give you the the baby save point, not the regular world transport mm. save point. So you can't like, oh well, I just got three wishes. I want to go play with three wishes. The game's like, uh uh uh, you you gotta you gotta be most of Bastion, and then you could go have fun if you want to. But yes. yeah, I was curious, like if you true get stuck here. Mind you, you should have like a good amount of like level up chips at this point. But can you kind of soft lock yourself at this point? Is just a curiosity uh, that's itching the back hmm. of my head. Yeah, so probably is fixed. I would say because yeah, I also noticed barring a few encounters that are a little tricky, but because they were meant to be, mm-hmm. I, I was having a much smoother time compared to Agrabah, which okay. is yeah interesting. So, yeah, Donaldo is in tow, and now that three of us are together, we get a fancy new finish command, which means the the overclock meter, the clock gauge, finally. It matters again. Yeah, which is spin array, which is very similar to uh, Mickey. Mickey's, oh gosh, I'm... Trying to remember all these oh terms. You're talking about like like KH two Mickey coming in to save your ass in a boss fight. Finish command. No, not no. Wait, what am I thinking? <laughs> I'm talking about his uh his D link. There we go. Crap. D-Link. Okay. Yep. Yes. You're right. There it's 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 the same exact mechanic where a little ring appears and you press the buttons as the ring kind of ring around rings around them. Which again, because my buttons are kind of not oh, yeah. one. This definitely took me a few tries to figure out the pattern, <laughs> uh, but eventually I got it. And it, it was actually because it's more of a timing than like a visual thing. Mm-hmm. So the timing got me in the the, the muscle memory of uh, Red Dead Redemption Five Finger Fillet. <laughs> what the ever? So what that the- was a. Uh, that was a fun little core memory. Uh, and Red Dead Redemption, the first one. Uh, okay. Five Finger Filet as a mini game, And the way it is, it's like each space in between your fingers correlated to a different button. 
So you'd have to hit them in a certain pattern. And eventually the way you get good at that game is to just use the muscle memory. Like not actually look at the screen. Just remember, all right, you go from this one to 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 this one. Uh, and yeah, it paid off. Oh, wow. Which is good because this finisher is really good. And it's very handy, especially to keep in your back pocket for when you need it. When a whole new wave of enemies attacks and you realize, oh, shoot, uh, Don Goofy, you're almost dead. I don't know what to do. Cause yeah. It, oh, it brings them back to life, too. Oh, oh, Which that, really that nice. makes that makes sense. Yeah. Also, I, yes. I think we might mention it, but just in case we did not, yeah. If Donald Goofy ever get knocked out, you can walk over to them and like <laughs> jostle them and get them up. It does take like a second or yeah. two. Hey. But yeah, you can luckily just Wake like up. you just just shake you just shake them awake. Luckily, uh, but yes. yeah, when you do spinner yeah. command, you'll jump into the middle and almost like turning limit. Like you can just like. Wow. Just shine your light upon the enemy and obviously spin. So, yeah, it makes sense that it also revives him, luckily. So that's probably cool, actually. Right. It's not like the summon frustration of, oh, I want to use the summon, but cool, one of my party members is dead. Great. Rip. Especially uh, when, uh, hmm, what, what am I thinking of? Kingdom Hearts specific summon Trinity when like oh shoot like uh, he's flabbergasted ladies and gentlemen we got him I'm flabbergasted (laughs) I'm thinking of oh in Kingdom Hearts 2 when this is so specific but I'm sure it comes up in other scenarios but yeah (laughs) <laughs> and the MCP boss fight. Mm-hmm. I saw this video oh, of mm, mm, you mm. can level up Valor form with by doing the the Tron reaction command. The, ooh, ooh, oh, ooh. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah, because every because each of those little photon hits. beams counts as a hit. And I was like, well, I want to try that. But there's like a very bizarre order of operations at play there because first you got to knock out the barrier around the MCP to create that opening to use the reaction command. Yes. And then you need to have Tron alive to use the reaction command. But yes. you have to have Goofy also in your party to use Valor. Valor. <laughs> but by that point, one of them will almost certainly be dead. And so you got to heal them, but if you had healed before that, or for any reason, ran out of magic, you got to wait for the cooldown, but by then, you might lose the block, the block might restore, so you have to whack that again, and then Sark's doing his whole thing, so it's just, it's like a confluence of events that have to happen for you to actually do the thing that requires your party members. (laughs) So I'll just say, luckily, you don't have to worry about that. That's right. Here, buddy. because the finisher command just prompts immediately. <sighs> yes. <is> nice. <laughs> so yeah, luckily it just does damage, and if, obviously if you do the, the good button presses, it goes faster, and you get a screen wipe, which is always nice, especially in a, yeah, especially in a scenario like... where Sora can't do anything or can't physically attack by himself. It helps it a lot. Yeah, it's almost like because as you're doing the actual spinning, those little light beams do damage so Mm. it will be 
doing damage to enemies in your immediate area. So it's almost like you're encouraged to draw it out more. Although if you do miss a certain amount of hits, it just cancels out. It just, it just you don't say, just go home. Go on go autopilot. Home. Get drunk. Yeah. Get out of here. But the top, the top stops spinning. Yeah, that's a nice little bonus damage. But then, yeah, it's a screen wipe, which I'm very curious what the range is because it seems to be like the entire room basically <laughs> it's really good uh and it even it even affects blocks if i remember correctly mm. i'm gonna say no off the top of my head but also maybe i'm confusing it with one of sora's regular finish commands so yeah 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 in any case, it's good. Uh, but like I said, I would recommend holding on to it because, I don't know, do, do finishers ever really disappear if you don't use them? If um, you... You know, like in Breath mm, by Sleep. I believe so. It's happened to me once before. Like, I, I was in a system sector, and I was making my way oh. to the exit but of the floor, but I had... Like, just beaten up, like, the very, very last Heartless. It got in my finisher, but I was like, well, all the Heartless are gone. I'm not going to use it. And I think, yeah, if you come out of that whatever level, you... Yeah, yeah, if you go down a level, I think it gets rid of the finish command and just replaces it with... In this one, it would be ask for help is the A command, but, you know, it's normally attack. Okay. So, yeah. Well, I guess... Oh, 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 but you're... Oh. So here's the thing, as, as you're speaking about the clock gauge and the finish commands, when you have Donald and Goofy, your clock gauge is always at the start of max. So it will never go below max, which means, I guess, oh. theoretically, in theory, you could just hold on to Spinner Ray and just use it whenever, as long as you've just gotten okay. up one meter. So yeah, it, you might be able to, you either hold on to it, or I assume when it gets back to whatever its starting position is, maybe it goes away. But in theory, the way the game mechanics work, it shouldn't, if we're taking it at purely face value. So, interesting. Hmm. Yeah. The reason I say is because I feel like I would tend to get it uh, as, you know, midway through a wave, so basically when there are only a couple enemies left. Mm-hmm. And then you don't you don't really need to use it then. But then the next wave comes and it's a the fresh new crop of defenders and wyverns. And exactly. Like, oh, yeah. I, I wish I had that finisher. <laughs> Especially if you save save it, let Dawn and Goofy do some chip damage, then they die, and then yeah, you can just bring them up to speed with the That's finisher. That's true. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, good things are happening. And also, surprise, Donald can use magic to activate those switches which befuddled Sora earlier. Yes. So that means we're going back to the library. library. Yes, which... Yeah, it turns out to be quite a convoluted little series of rooms. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> like, the original library is just a big room... But there's sliding bookcases, and there's putting the right book back on the shelf. But yeah, this one is, like, finding the right switch to open up that door to go through. And then... Yeah, and eventually it it loops back on itself, but now you're high up. But yes, you just need to, like, recalibrate, like, where you are in relation to 
you know, each exit because one of them's new, but one of them's the one that you came through in the first place. You're like, wait, yes. where am I? Where, where am I going? <laughs> it's so it's like, not it's not too bad, but it, it it is a little uh, mildly confusing if you're not paying too much attention, just kind of beelining it. So pay, pay attention right, to your yeah. surroundings, I guess. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And here we will find uh, another emblem. Mm-hmm. Which is stowed behind uh, what 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 self-respecting video game would not have a, sh- a shell game puzzle? <laughs> oh, you're right. Oh my god, I completely the... forgot about it. <laughs> it's uh, yeah. This switch in here is is it? There's a bunch of blocks, but there's only like the switch is at the top of only one of them. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. I do so it does, a little, it does a little shuffle, and then it pans back up, and then, oh, surprise, now there's a prize block here, and there's a little shuffle again, and then you're like, okay, well, I want the prize block too, so I'll just go for either one, I guess? I so did go really for the prize block. three for... chance. Yeah, I went for the prize block first, because I, I, I childhood of being scarred of being locked out of certain... T- items and treasure chests because that's how just gaming worked back oh, then. Oh, yes. I did the I was same. like, I need, yeah. I need the rare flies block. I'll, I'll, I'll do, this, I'll do yes. the shell game again. I just want the treasure. Yeah, I'll, I'll fail it. I don't care. <laughs> uh, although, I think if you're good enough, you can get them both in one go. Maybe yes, I imagine if they're like the right thunder. next... Yeah, if they're like right next to each other, maybe. They're, it might be like easy to just uh, chain them, luckily. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, we got another emblem in our toe, which means by our count anyway, there's one more. Let's see. We got, we got the one in, er, no, there's one in the, wait, there's two in the waterway question? No, there's one. We, yeah, yeah, yeah. We did get one the first time we went, but I don't Correct. remember where the actual one is. It's one of is the past. Because when you find Donald, there's kind of there's a lift that's right next to him. Is it through that? No. So when you find Donald, this also threw me for a loop, but I I had to look it up because do we have the power of the internet now? <laughs> but there is the lift next to Donald. When you find it, takes you to the castle gates, like where the save point is, so you don't have to go through the the front oh, okay. part of the waterway all over again. But yeah, there is a I, I emblem piece behind that. So it it will to be fair, when you get Donald, that lift is literally right next to you, so you're like, okay, I'll take the lift, guy. Yeah, let me just and, do this. But no, yeah, yeah, there's still one emblem piece downstairs. So yeah, there's that emblem piece. We got the one in the castle gates up high. I think I got the... that before I found Donald. Oh. Like I think I went out of my way. I was just like, alright, you you stay there, I'll be right back. <laughs> no, I'd Here's be like first. Uh, I think I originally actually I exited, saw Donald, and said, "Wait a minute, I want to go to the library," and found like that one first. But, but yeah, I think for the shell game, it's just a switch to get to the next area, and then that is the upper hall of the initial entrance. Oh yeah, yeah, inside. yeah. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. Which we kind of touched on earlier, but mm. it's kind of like a little gauntlet of the purple blocks. So probably the. One of the trickier ones so far. Mm. 
But yeah, once you get through, you get jump on over to that there weird chandelier area. Uh, <laughs> and you nap the final piece, presumably. And luckily, you can just jump down. I was definitely worried that you're going to have to really beeline it back in some <laughs> weird convoluted way. Uh, but yeah, we have all the pieces in place for the door. Finally! Yay! Woo-woo! So that's exciting. Uh, yes, once you go through, uh, again, it kind of just skips you ahead. Basically, there's no castle lift. Uh, area. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. There is. It's this iteration. Yeah, yeah. It's not the traditional castle lift, like little inner mini maze of lifties. It just teleports you to what I always just call big lift fighting in KH one, where you hit, you get into the yes. big lift, and it slowly meanders over to the high tower, and there's like three or four like spawn instances in there, and that one's honestly this one is actually pretty similar. So there'll be like two or three waves of enemies that keep spawning you have to beat them before you can actually hop off yes and this is definitely one of the more challenging encounters of the world which again that's why i say save those little finishers mm-hmm. uh but yeah i mean there's really uh, that is one thing i will say is like there's really not much strategy to the fights as far as oh this approach works better for this because, I mean, you have like four moves that you can cycle through, yeah. basically. So, and you may not even have them all at your disposal. So, it's pretty one size fits all approach. So just uh, yeah, uh, keep your potion stocked. I guess that's the winning strategy. <laughs> Definitely. Oh my god. Yeah. Because even I don't think there's a I don't think there's a mega potion in here. So yeah, I just kind of bought a bunch of potions, and <laughs> it's just very funny because obviously, just like you can do this, just like days, you're limited to three of like an item per run, kind of. So I remember when we first jumped into right, the world, yeah. I, was, I got rid of all my stuff and I just put in a bunch of potions, but each potion command counts as a different one. So I just kept, I oh, I use a potion. All right, I have four more slots that say you have three more potions, kid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't. You, don't be too stingy now. Yeah, I would. Just, I would just go ahead and use wisely. them. Because even no, I, I was thinking of like, is there a way to chain kind of the usefulness of them? But I'm thinking of like item boost and medic, which are all keyblade right. abilities, which don't come into right. play because you're it's turns off your clock gauge and you have the specific hollow bastion friends forever clock gauge so keyboard abilities don't not not a goddamn thing up in here correct but once we prevail uh, we get a little cute little cutscene where sorks ah i like being around you guys ah uh, we're we're best friends forever. <laughs> and yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. Um, and then yeah, that's I think that's when yeah they like talk about like oh Sora still he still Sora gosh and it just I don't know yeah I think they briefly question, touched on like, here and it comes up 
basically throughout the rest of the world as well. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it's like the running theme. But I just, I question, like, like, where do we draw the line? <laughs> so, well, I guess... if you, like, made a hundred Datasaur copies, would you be best friends with every single one of them? Or at some Absolutely. point, will you acknowledge? <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess it's the... It's it well, it, it, the story plays it out for you, but it's Dinosaur being like, "Well, I don't know you guys that well. I don't know why you're helping me out. I don't deserve it." And then being like, "Well, we love the we love the regular Sora, and you are basically an extension of regular Sora. So how could we not love you?" Hashtag friends for life, basically. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. It's. it's, it's yeah. It's 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 the Riku replica plotline, except much more streamlined and yeah. friendly. As far I as guess... you are a real boy, exactly. Yeah, because I'm even thinking back. So not gonna lie, I'll I'll say it here before we get to our like crownies slash like recap of the season. I really like a lot of Datasaur's dialogue. He's just very funny yes. and kind of confident almost. Oh, so on that doesn't... note, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll, I'll let you finish, but there, okay. there was a line that weirdly stuck out to me. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, this is the first time he's like truly like depressed. Like he's like, oh, I don't deserve this. Like I'm just, I'm just a yeah. Like, it is a noticeable shift. Yeah, and then Donald Goofy are there because again they love Sora, so they're like, you'll you'll be fine. You, you got this. We believe in you. <laughs> My two dads. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, you know, I, I jest, but it's nice that they managed to find this little character moment between them and just having Don Goopy be a part of the story, period. Because, yeah. I don't know, I I always had this, like, unwritten rule of what makes a, a quote-unquote mainline Kingdom Hearts game is oh. you gotta have Donald and Goofy in your mm. party. And I Lucky. didn't, I didn't realize that any of this. I just thought that wasn't a thing in any of the handheld games. But yeah. on ball, we got, we got Donald, and we got Goofy, and they got health bars, and they do attacks, and you can revive them and give them commands. And I'm like, oh my gosh, because I didn't think like it was just, I didn't think it was possible with like the technical limitations. So yeah, it was Here very surprising are. that they did the thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the weird dialogue. I don't remember if it was at like the start of the world or as we'll see in just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's when Pete catch like traps you in the little block cell. But Sora says something like, "Oh, well, I have no choice but to fight," and he says, "It's do or die," <laughs> 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 which just feels a little. Too hard edge for Sora. Just, just saying, die. Death <laughs> is on the like line. Don't things. you know? <laughs> yeah, I don't think slash. It's really hard off the top of my head to think of any other time where a character in this series has so explicitly referred to death. Like the first thing that comes to mind is in the answer reports buried way deep in them. I think it's the secret uh, Kingdom Hearts 2's answer reports. Mm-hmm. 
about death occurs when the soul and heart leave the body together. But if only the heart leaves, nobody is created in its stead. Okay. But that is very, you know, academic and not really... It just doesn't hit as hard. So Yeah. 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 So like you said, he he has a more... It's not arrogant, but he's more assertive, I guess you could say. <laughs> yeah, he's very straightforward. He doesn't have he doesn't have the usual sore moment of like you said something two minutes ago and I have now forgotten yeah. exactly what you said. <laughs> he's very just kind of like no nonsense, straightforward. He's still got the sore humor to him, so it just it just feels like I'm gonna say it right now, uh, kind of a better version of Sora, but to, to be fair, he is just a data program they were like copy paste sore personality here but i'm not gonna get into like the rudimentary semantics but yeah just a lot of his dialogue feels very good yeah yes i have definitely noticed that over the course of the game as well Mm -hmm. so back to the game Uh, our last little section here is the high tower which it's weird. So it's the high tower where there's the two giant moving blocks, mm-hmm. which you use as stairs to get up to the next level. And the, again, there's no interior, there's no uh, castle lift. Yes. So you just get up to the next level with blocks, and then you kind of scooch around and do a thing. <laughs> so here. Uh, So once you make it to the other side of the blocks, I think there's a switch, if I remember correctly, a Donald switch, which then raises the block, and then when you go to the wall that's exposed, once the block's been raised, it's a bunch of pipes, and apparently that was supposed to be the way forward, and then there's (laughs) a little dialogue exchange where Sora's like, something looks weird with these pipes. And I guess the idea is that's a glitch. Those pipes aren't supposed to be there. Even though it looks 100% like they should be there. Yeah, I actually... confused. I was like, is this actually the way forward? Yeah, I got very confused here as well. Because when... It's the equivalent of doing the same thing in KH1. But instead, you only have to raise one of them one time. And you can sneak underneath and make your way to the hidden chapel. But yeah, I... yeah. During the cutscene, it's just, like, the block rising, and a passageway opens up. And then when you get down, I was like, I really approached it, and I was like, why does it look like it's blocked? And then I'm like, oh, crap, it's a system sector. I gotta solve a glitch, you know, so on and so forth. Uh, But yeah, it it took me by surprise, definitely a little bit, as well. Yeah. Especially because where the system sector is... Uh, it's, you know, you kind of got to go out of your way to find it, and it's already like, am I even doing the right thing here? So it's just very disorienting, I would say. A little bit, yeah. And not like in a way of like, oh, that felt clever. It's more like, oh, okay. I guess that worked. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, surprise system sector, which honestly I wasn't expecting, because I didn't think it would go as far as to bring Donald and Goofy in, but here they are. I was like, oh crap, is this going to be a, and sure enough, 
Luckily, it was not. Yeah. Wasn't it wasn't too bad on like most of this world. It it was not too bad, honestly. But I was like, what like what are the objectives gonna be? Like how egregious this is gonna be? Honestly, pretty straightforward. Like there's, I can't even honestly remember the objectives. The only one I think of is like use your finish command once. Other than that, yeah, it wasn't, I had that one. Yeah, it wasn't like pulling teeth. I think it was luckily. just defeat twenty heartless. Yeah, yeah, there we go. That's another one. But yeah, it's like uh, it's just a standard like multi room layout so you can kind of explore to your liking which yeah. uh i didn't really i felt like having like the big the bigger sprawling rooms doesn't really work for having Donald and goofy because just the attacks are so delayed that it just really discouraged me from wanting to go out of my way to do more fighting <laughs> Other than the fighting I already had to do to get the mm-hmm. um, the glitched heartless, so. But come to think of it, I feel like I had enough SP to get all the rewards in both cases. Okay. Um, so, I guess that's nice. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm doing everything regardless. It's it's just who I am. But yeah, I was super nervous about having to go back and redo this system sector. But luckily. It was a one and done, so. Woo. Yeah, yeah, it's um. Yeah, not much to say because there's not like new blocks or anything, and there's not like a crazy enemy lurking behind the wings. But mm-hmm. they do uh, they do introduce introduce question. Uh, some of the glitched heartless are uh, black fungi, which is yes. interesting. That's true. I, I think this is the only ins- <laughs> this is the only instance I think we have a black fungus in recoded, I believe, actually. Because yeah, there weren't any there weren't any in Agrabah, right? Not that I recall. Yeah, I'm literally looking into it now. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Hollow Bastion. Yeah. Oh, okay. So they they will pop. Notes. They will pop up. Oh, they they're they're in Olympus apparently, but they're in. They're, oh, they're in system sectors in Olympus apparently, but yeah, they're only. It looks like they're only in. Interesting. Hollow, I'm getting system sector and then also they in a Hollow Bastion questoration. So they might return when you come back to this world. Okay. But yeah, this is so far the only time we've seen Black Fungus. And yeah, they're the, they're the glitchy boys. So, yeah. interesting. But yeah. Uh, and also here is actually the first time I found your friend from last time. The Gold Shrike Chameleon. See, I didn't see him this time. Interesting. It was very funny. I was so close. Donald Goofy almost got him. But nonetheless. Oh. That's so frustrating. <laughs> it's better than finding yeah. the frickin' Eliminator. Because I am in the world after this right now, which involves a lot of system sectors. Spoiler for next episode. But holy crap, every time I try to go back to the thing to leave the floor, I, I am like, I'm gonna find the Eliminator, aren't I? I'm just, this is, this is... Uh-oh. My run's over! <sighs> so I'm very happy finding... Can't wait. I'm very happy with the gold try. Coloma getting away than seeing an eliminator. Because boy oh boy. Yeah. 
That checks out. So, yeah, we solved the system sector and the way Woo! forward is open. Yay! Yeah. And, yeah, it immediately leads us to the chapel, which is, you know, the big boss room. And Pete's there, which, again, it's just weird seeing him standing where Maleficent stood. You didn't earn it! How <laughs> dare you, still where she stood. Well... No, Agrabah kind of is okay, because in Days, he was also kind of the Agrabah villain as well. So that feels okay. Yeah, and yes. in Kingdom Hearts 2, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He pops Actually, up. Actually, yeah, yeah, pops wow. Pops up very briefly. Dang. Yeah, yeah. So he, he's, he's walked those, okay. those alleyways, but here is just like... I mean, we see him in Hollow Bastion and Kingdom Hearts 2, but one, it's in that weird unspecified Tower. castle that may yeah. or may not be this one but flipped i, I still don't understand it we never uh, will but he's <laughs> he's very much being put upon by maleficent the entire time like and even when he first enters he's like all like spooked like maleficent maleficent mm. i guess she really he's is just, like gone. out of this element yeah uh, but here he's just yeah he's acting like he owns a place and it's like okay Pete it's, it's <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, but yeah he's feeling himself because he immediately traps Don and Goofy in a bunch of blocks and so he's like oh no I'm helpless without them and yeah cue giant sentimental speech about friends uh yeah and i don't even remember who says that it must be sora who says my friends are my power goofy says hashtag goofy said it first in this game um but yes goofy does do a riff on your friends he says your friends are or our friends are our power something like that but yeah but then sora does go ahead and immediately repeat it but hashtag goofy said it first in, in recorded at least, yeah. but yes, <laughs> right. It, yeah, it just it feels like parody at this point. It's like okay, it was always cheesy, but it worked in the first game because it was his big little, you know, character arc moment where he, he realized how much he's grown from his journey. <laughs> but now it's just so self-referential. That's just like okay, we're we're doing this again again. This again, well, it just feels... yeah, it's it's also most of a lot of this is obviously retreading the original game. So especially this right. version of uh, hey, yeah. recoded in KH one Hollow Bastion revisits all basically yeah. all of the same themes. So yeah, we have to touch on to my friends or my power. <laughs> well, I guess I don't yeah. have to, but and then it's, it's there. The the keyblade just just materializes. It's just there. It was there the whole time. <laughs> It's been there in your cool. heart, Sora. Yeah, I... I don't know. I expected more as far as... <laughs> like, is this the Data Keyblade returning? or is Don't, this, oh, don't this ask is too many questions. I'll stop you right keyblade. there. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I have to double check. I did rewatch the scene right before we started recording. Because that was the one blank point in my head. Uh, not a pun, but I'll take it. Um, where yeah, I was like, "Wait a minute! I gotta double check the Keyblade scene. Is this the?" And I reread what Mickey said. Basically, it's incredibly vague, but it's just 
Datasora has realized his true potential and his friends love him and he's got a Keyblade now and we're just not going to think about it too much because truly I think my head would explode. Yeah, because basic writing slash themes they introduce later in the series would dictate that Datasaur has become so self... Not self-aware, but self... um, assured, I guess you could say, and his yeah. friends have poured so much heart into him that now he has a real heart and he can summon a real keyblade and they they should go as far as to show like Maleficent, Maleficent trying to destroy it, but then realizing what? What's this? My magic can't touch it. <laughs> and that's because it's a real keyblade, you old you crazy old broad and then they're like, yeah. whoa, real Keyblade, but he's just Data. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Uh, so I- basically, Hercules discovering his true hero moment. I basically. Being unfazed. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm assuming it's that's a That's what lot we of... needed. But here, in the original at least, the cutscene is just. It's the text box, and then yeah, it's just oh, he's keyblade now. <laughs> it's yeah, it's cool. it's a little less effective when it is a text box dialogue. I did watch the two point five. It's it's better just because it's it's rendered, not just text box dialogue, but it's very similar. Yeah. I got a MacGuffin, but it yes, the the yes. intention is Data Sora has just so much of his heart as real Sora, and uh, he got a keyblade now. It's it's the same. I'm I'm having flashbacks to when when KH2 came out and we were just debating a lot if Sora or if Roxas used Sora's Keyblade and how that kind of mm. I feel like I'm having the same mm-hmm. mental breakdown yeah. <laughs> right now, but just yeah. assuming off the top of my head, he's got a heart or he's got enough heart, so he's getting a Keyblade to use. You got hot, kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, you're you're right. We. It's, it's best not to ask too much. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> but yeah. And, and also randomly Mickey's just like, you did it, Sora! And he's like, well, you've been here this entire time? Yeah. Yeah, it's like, well, why weren't you helping? <laughs> we could have gotten through this so much easier. <laughs> oh, boy. So, yeah. He tells Sora, you're a good boy. Moana, you've come so far. <laughs> and Sora decides, well, gee whiz, I'm on a roll. And oh yeah, a keyhole appears. Randomly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Pete, Pete, I didn't write it down, but Pete, like, I think shortly after Mickey starts talking, is like, oh, I'm going to make a strategic retreat. And, but we also don't uh, see Yeah, the and then he does goes. the Pete thing. Yeah. Where he, like, says it wrong. Like, a, a recedric retreat or something. I don't know. <laughs> um, uh, but, yeah, then this whole talk of hearts and stuff. The keyhole appears in front of the big... Did someone say hearts? Basically. <laughs> uh, yes, okay, I do remember that now. I, and then when the gang are powwowing, I think... They, they, you know, they're still in the whole heart talk. And I think at one point Donald even has a line where he's like, gee, that's that's a little bit corny, don't you think? <laughs> he says something along those lines. Yeah, definitely. Like, even he's reached his limit. He's like, all right, I just, 
get me out of these blocks, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but sure enough, a Jekyll appears, and just like normal, we're gonna jump right into it. So Data Sword does be like, oh, I think everybody's like, well, let's go, and he's like, this is my fight now. AKA, I have a keyblade. I don't need anybody to fight my fights for me any longer. And I, I guess there is a yeah. weird kind of like, I couldn't say, I wouldn't say consequence, but there's a risk like going into the keyhole. Because now that I'm thinking about it, only data pro. No. No, no, but I'm really contradicting myself because Pete is inside the keyhole because Pete is the source of the blocks in this world. But he's, he's got weird benevolent data powers that we never explained or got an explanation yeah. about. So I'm going to shut the hell up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They keep going back to this scenario of Sora being like, I'm going to go. It's my responsibility. And then everyone being like, no, Sora, it's too dangerous. Ah, they, they do it like five times within mm. the span of the last two worlds. And it's like, okay. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's just, just literally, cook. yeah, it's literally back to back here because we're going to do this. And then it's immediately going to happen in the following cutscene yep. based on what, what happens. So why don't we dive right into yield keyhole? Uh, also welcome yes. to the boss stage of this world. Also, I hope whatever keyblade yeah. you had equipped was the one you liked yep. because uh, here you go, baby. Yeah. It's the same problem as, um, what is it? I can't even remember at this point. Maybe uh, Agrabah. Wonder? Maybe Wonderland, because the key. No, I don't. I don't remember. But there was some section earlier where you're doing like the gimmick thing, and then it throws you into real Keyblade combat. But you're stuck with all your commands from prior to the gimmick. So you're like, okay, well, this doesn't really make sense. But I guess I'll work with it. <laughs> oh, I don't remember. It happens at some point. Mm. Yeah. I there's the 2D do... section, there's the, at the end of Traverse Town, there's the shooting on rail shooty section at the end of Wonderland. And then Olympus is all turn based, so yeah, I yep. don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm making it up. In any case, yeah, things. you're you stuck with whatever you came in. Uh which uh, I'm trying to think. So I, I did have three wishes, but I think I changed it. After the fact, because what happens is if you die, you can go to the menu and then make changes as needed, which is like, why didn't the, why don't they do that beforehand? Because, you know, in like Kingdom Hearts 2, and I think maybe in certain sections of Birth by Sleep, maybe not, but like before like a big fight, it'll open you on to the pause screen to let you know, hey, do you want to make any changes before you go back to gameplay? And it's like, well, no, I'm good. But thank you for asking. But okay. here, it's just like, good luck, kid. <laughs> yeah, because even... Oh, there there might be... <clears throat> um, when you go through the emblem door, they do say, are you ready to proceed forward? And I think they do the same thing when you go through the chapel door. Like, are you ready? And they give you the option to kind of back out and change your stuff if you so desire. But you also don't know what you're But you don't into. know that you're going to yeah. magically win the Keyblade back and then exactly. be back to regular <laughs> Keyblade combat. <laughs> yeah. I had Olympia, and I'm honestly very happy I had Olympia for this fight. Just because Olympia, again, okay. it's slow, but she but she got, but she got rough, baby. She's got a lot of toughness behind her. So it was okay, easy I to... Especially I probably with the, kept Olympia for Pete. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because Pete will do the thing where... He will disappear every, like, combo, basically. So, 
he poofs away. So especially Olympia with its slow but heavy hitting combos is honestly kind of perfect. I the save point before the chapel lets you go back to other worlds, so I did start like grinding and doing some quests and stuff. And three wishes is just wild. Like, truly, I feel like I'm a goddamn acrobat. Like, there's a little too much going on with Three Wishes, honestly. Yeah, it's pretty fun. I have to say, I never thought that Three Wishes would be interesting, but here yeah. we are. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I think I had Olympia back on for this. I think I just liked the I liked the abilities of Olympia mostly, so. Okay. Uh, yeah, so Pete, baby... Hey, uh, have you fought Pete any other Kingdom Hearts game? Boom. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he he has the same moves, but I don't know. It, it plays out a little differently. Probably Definitely because does. there's a bunch of blocks in the arena, which is super annoying because you have to weave through them because they're all explosive, so they'll hurt you. Yeah, they're all uh, danger blocks, so you don't know touchy. Yeah. So yeah, he's got he's got his he's got his punchy punchy slam the floor combo. Yep. Which is pretty telegraphed, but mm-hmm. he can just kind of pop into it whenever. Yes. Annoying. It doesn't so, like, have and a... if you get yeah, I feel like it doesn't have a lot of range, but he can go into it very easily. So if you're punching him in yeah. the face and not stunning him, he might just pop, pop, get you. Yeah. Yeah, and it's usually enough to kill you. But if you see it coming away, coming a mile away, you're fine. Yeah, you'll be fine. Uh, and then he's got his his bowling move, which he bowling. hurts you. You get confused, or not confused, you get silenced, so you can't use your commands. Yes. But you can deflect it back with a well-timed block, which is pretty handy because it creates an opening for you to then wail on him. Assuming you block it, 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 it's not like a guarantee if your positioning's off, it might just kind of roll away. Uh, But usually it'll hit him back, which is good. Yes. Um, and then he's got his fireworks, which I didn't really run into too much. It's just kind of another projectile. Um, they just run to avoid. I didn't find them too much of a trouble, honestly. Yeah, everything was pretty straightforward for this Pete fight, honestly. Again, the the pound attack that summons the blockies can be kind of irritating because they yes. just descend, so you got to be careful where you are. Uh, luckily, I think if you block them, you, you'll, you know, yeah, you'll you'll block whatever and they'll explode in your face and you'll be totally fine. But yeah, they do become an element, in, literally an obstacle, because they're all across the battlefield and you have to kind of maneuver through them. Um, and they, that, uh, there was one time where the blocks were out, he did his like, little fireworks everywhere move, and I was like, oh boy, the floor truly is lava right now. And so that was like, okay, that's kind of a good instance of all the mechanics kind of meshing together. Or, you know, the uh, my, my plan has finally come to fruition type of deal. But other than that, it's a, right. another, it's another Pete fight. And actually, this one, I forget what his health bar is, but maybe when he goes into his last health bar, it cuts immediately to the next phase. Like, you don't, 
even get him down all the way before he's like, uh, I guess I'll go sicko mode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, really, the main trouble I had is just he's surprisingly spry. <laughs> Where mm-hmm. he can just kind of pop off mid-combo and then, yeah, do his melee combo, which... Yeah, if you get caught in, does a lot of damage. So that was never particularly fun. So I, I kind of had to be on edge the whole fight. Like you can't just spam, you know, whacking him like you're used to, because mm-hmm. yeah, they just do more damage in this game. So yeah, but yeah, other than that, carefully. his attacks are pretty pretty easy to spot. Uh, once he does get into the second phase, he's got a new trick, which feels very out of character, but whatever. He, um, bit. <laughs> I guess he, it's his own version of D Thundaga, where he turns into a roaming lightning bolt. Eh. And <laughs> it's more just annoying than anything, because it just lasts really long. And you're like, okay. Yeah. We'd be done with this now. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those moves where you just want to run around, or if you're not fast enough, dodge roll constantly out of, because he'll just kind of track you and his little thunderball form and just start summoning thunders. So it's one of those keep moving attacks, basically, but do that and you'll be fine. Yes. Yeah. And that's 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 all he wrote. That, that's and about gosh, it. I know what you're <laughs> thinking. Oh, a two-phase boss. Well, I'm I'm sure glad we get to wash our hands of this whole dirty business. Wait, oh no. <laughs> There's a special guest waiting in the wings. So pizza, it wouldn't be you know Hollow what? Bastion if we exactly. didn't end up fighting. <laughs> it's Data Dark Riku, baby. <laughs> ah! <laughs> uh, yeah, Peach is kind of shuffles him out and says, ah, deal with this. <laughs> and they, they do the whole thing where Data Riku's like, sorry, I can't control my actions. It's kind of like Genie in the Jafar fight. Like, yeah. Oh, I don't want to hurt you. Yeah. Except he's way more of a threat. Oh, Because, yeah, he basically fights like actual Dark Riku. So, yeah, here's the real boss fight of the world. So they put bugs in him. Yeah, this is the line. They do the line, (laughs) which I was surprised because it's just a quick text box in the original game, but then they turn into an actual cutscene in the re, the re, the remix. Oh yeah. It's it's dramatic AF. I love it. (laughs) So hammy. Yeah. He's, he's, he's got a bunch of bugs. Oh no. So, so yeah, he's we gotta little... unbucketify him. By yes, beating him up. he's very he's very much like just kill me now, just end my existence, and you know, yeah. D- D- Data Sora still gonna be Sora, and uh, the fight commence from here. Yeah, so Data Riku. So for the first phase, he it's pretty reminiscent of Dark Riku. In the first game, yeah. it's pretty so one to one. Like, yeah, he's got. <clears throat> it's like kind of different because he doesn't have the exact same pattern, but he's got his little like somersault attack, 
but he just kind of jumps into that. Like he doesn't have the sidestep, the hope here it comes. He just does the here it comes. But once he does that, that's a good opening. And then he's got his quick forward lunge Mm -hmm. where if, if that catches you unawares, that can be pretty gnarly. Uh, but that, and then he'll like stance up and do like the counter move. I mm. think at some point, but it's like okay, let me just not hit you now, and then that solves that. <laughs> yeah, and luckily he's in that stance so long that you can just do the dodge roll or just get behind him and whack him because it's just it just the right. barrier is just frontal. So you get you get behind yeah. him, and you're okay to just go to kind of just execute a whole ass combo on him. <laughs> right. So yeah, that's that's the first phase pretty much. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> the second phase is when things get a little more annoying cuz now he has a big block wave attack where he strikes the ground and a bunch of blocks fly out. Ah, yeah, that one you got to be careful about annoying. actually. <laughs> that it's uh yeah, it's a little painful. Well, well, funny enough, um, so he just, he does like his like dark dive almost, but it just shoots out blocks instead because he's bugged, he's bugged Data Riku. Um, they're mostly danger blocks, but one of them will be a prize block. So if you're face to face with a prize block, you can just smack it and you'll get HP, which I think is very funny. But most of the time you just want to guard to yeah. make sure you, again, you're blocking whatever's coming your way. Or if you can just go aerial, honestly, uh, either works. And that's, yeah. funny enough, his only added move in the second phase other than that he's still just Riku he might might have like do a little more damage but other than that it's still the same yeah like he might be more aggro now so do like the lunge attack a little more yeah Uh, same same strategy applies basically and then oh boy you thought it was over well Joke's on you once again, because there's a third phase, baby. Now's where the pain begins. <laughs> yeah, it's Dark Aura, the phase. So mm-hmm. he opens with his DM from the first game, and it's it's way worse here, I feel. Because it's like, yes. he like hones yes. in on you, almost, as opposed to like a set pattern, where mm-hmm. you can just kind of avoid it, because you know where he's going to be. Here... He just kind of comes after you wherever you are. And it's like, I uh, God, I don't know what to do. Because, like, dodge rolling is pretty spotty. And just jumping in the air doesn't really yeah. do anything. This one is I, I never got it down. For, How do yeah, yeah. It? this one's super less. <laughs> just just you wait, Sonny. Um, but, yeah, this this one is a lot less forgiving. So and I guess it's also, like, in, the, in KH1, you could dodge roll. The window was just wider, honestly. And it was in a set pattern, so you could do that, or you could glide, honestly, at like a certain, uh, like up against the barriers. So there are multiple ways to avoid it. This one, the only way I have found is the minute like you hear the audio, just to dodge, kind of like an old, an old school, you know, KH KH one one as well, where just the moment you hear him come out, just dodge immediately, so you're invincible essentially when he lunges at you. But yeah, there's no set pattern, so it's just pick a god and pray. So it's dodge roll five yep. times, and then when he does his final finisher and does the same like plunge to the ground, you gotta jump. So it's it's yeah. not very forgiving. You kind of have like one legitimate strategy to do that, and then 
that's about it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, he definitely got me a couple times here in this phase. Oh yeah, he hurt. Uh, so <laughs> I think. I think what I did is, yeah, I, I went back, changed some commands, and just focused on projectiles. Yeah. So, Firaga, and then I got triple Firaga somehow. Because, okay. yeah, surprisingly enough, he is vulnerable to magic, as opposed to the original, where he was immune to all magic. So that's yeah. nice. Yes, and, he's actually... yeah. yeah he's, He's neutral to magic, so actually magic is pretty good here. Actually, I never brought up in the Pete fight because it's a pretty standard Pete fight. But in the Pete fight, Pete is actually weak to every, every the main three elements of magic, actually. So if you just happen to be oh, a magic boy during that. that fight, you know, we take what we can get. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, yeah, that's that's kind of data recoup. <laughs> yeah. In a nutshell. It's it's more just it's he doesn't really have anything too difficult. I think for me it's just more of like an endurance test because it is a gauntlet having yeah. five boss phases. Definitely, oh my god, yeah. <laughs> so you kind of want to balance a lot of offense. I did I unintentionally this worked out pretty well. I had a lot of, like, the dashes. I had, like, Sliding Rush. I think I had Wind Dash or Fire Dash, one of the dash moves. So there was a lot of Avoid Riku, and then I could easily close the gap and get a combo off, which with Olympia does a whole lot. So uh, I was unintentionally very prepared for this fight. Uh, but it, it, it is a boss stage, so if you do want to get the best rewards, you do want to also pack some healing as well. Yeah. So your HP is pretty high up there once you finish this and then he cuts to your right. score screen because yeah i think i have curaga and potion at this point is kind of my standard fare for healing and curaga is great curaga has a pretty long cooldown time just without any like yes, overspec extra stuff so that's a a little something to keep in the back of your head for those playing yeah for sure so once he's conquered and we get that sweet, sweet world complete screen, woo! We get our little wrap up cutscenes. So, well, first of all, we get Oblivion. Yeah! Yes! Yes! I'm excited. I was expecting to get Oathkeeper first, if I'm being honest. So I'm curious how the two of those will play against each other. That's a secret. We'll keep it till later. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. All this to say, I have not used Oblivion yet, so I cannot. Speak oh, to it. I'm sure it's fun. Oblivion, I've used it in the ensuing world. It's it's better three wish. <laughs> um, its main ability is attack haste, so you just attack at like a crazy fast speed, which is always fun. You feel it feels very good. Ooh. The only yeah. the only big downside, if you don't like to hurt yourself intentionally, is I think it's level three, uh, and it you know it's got one path because you're just getting the keyblade. The level three for Oblivion is called two or two. It's either two edged blade or double edged blade, literally. But you do mm. more damage, but Sora takes damage with every hit. So in certain scenarios, 
can really yeah. screw you over, but if you're just going pure aggression and you you've prepared yourself accordingly, you can make the best out of it. But but yeah, whereas three wishes for me feels like a little like a little too crazy, Oblivion feels like the like the combos that I really, really want, so I'm happy with it. But yeah, it's got a few okay. different ones. So it Excellent. Yeah, I will definitely slap it on naturally mm-hmm. so back to story zone uh look at that data riku turns out just physically assaulting him didn't didn't work oh no so he's still all <laughs> buggied up but that's okay because the keyblade is our our cure-all for everything and <laughs> it, it reacts to his little data bugged heart and opens a keyhole within a keyhole. No. <laughs> uh, except it's a glitchified keyhole. Whoa. So it's um I'm trying to think. It's very very reminiscent of I guess like birth by sleep, right? Like this idea of jumping into their hearts. We're like Yes. Kind of like the final Vanitas boss fight is within Ventus's heart. Eh. Uh, so, yeah, we're, the Keyblade has given us the way to fix Data Riku. Mm. So, Sora, being the Keyblade wielder, decides the onus is upon him to dive on in. So, again, we go through this whole routine of, Sora, don't go! It's too dangerous! Think of how much you have to live for! He says, no, I can't. I have to follow my heart. Oh, when, you, when you put it that way, say no more. I'm so sorry we didn't question you. They have, yeah, yeah they do just have that's, a... That's it. It's Sora being Sora moment. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So, yeah. he dives in and we'll come out and nobody knows. <laughs> so, yes... We're on a mission to save the data, Riku. Two-part, baby! Yeah, so we're gonna leave it there for now. Uh, yeah, I'm curious. Obviously, each time we get a little little snippet of what's up next, because the game doesn't save immediately in between. Yep. So I've seen blips of what this next section's gonna be about. Mm-hmm. And I already have my my fears and worries. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I'm curious how how much game is left. How many more surprises there are left in store? Yes, because yeah, most of the past few hours have been like a lot of unintentional blank points in my head. So I know that the last bit kind of feels almost kind of seamless, like it's one huge chunky world, but like where do uh-huh. the divisive stops actually lie along the pathway? We'll we'll uh, we will see. Yeah, yeah. I was surprised when I did get the chance to save. I think my playtime is like it's it's getting up there. It's over eight hours. I know that much. It might be close to nine now. So I'm just like, huh, for, you know, this was the fifth world we did, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess sixth, but Destiny Islands is so small. 
Truly. I'm like, huh, yeah. I did not think I would rack up that much playtime. But yeah, here we are. And, you know, presumably a couple more hours left to go. So. I'm definitely yeah, in the 20 just... hour range at this point. So. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh my. Which I feel is, well, is, which I feel based on our past experiences is is, is about right, and and I, there was actually one night I do remember falling asleep playing the game because it is a handheld. Oh. <laughs> so I think yeah, there's an extra three or four hours on top of my playthrough, but yeah. That that is commitment. Yeah. But nothing nothing but the best for our beautiful listeners. Exactly. So, yeah, we're gonna close it there folks so we hope you're enjoying this journey and now mm-hmm. if you'll allow us to do some data shilling whoa data space shilling not data shilling <laughs> that, i don't know sounds like some weird foreign word that could mean any number of things uh, yeah. a little bit <laughs> So, if you like what you're hearing, you can do all sorts of things. You can email us at khbhpodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Or you can find us on socials under that same handle, khbhpodcast. Um, and, yeah, if you're so inclined, if you want to... If you want to... Uh, <laughs> Bet your system points. Uh, you could throw us a little sponsor. Well, not sponsorship. Donation. <laughs> I mean, we're open to sponsorship too. If you want, I'm just uh, saying. Yeah. I'm just saying. Just, you know, you know, Disney. We're open. We're open to interpretation. We can. Uh, we have a little back and forth. I'm just saying. Yeah. I mean, they're they're not they're not going so great right now. So. <laughs> Like, <laughs> I feel like, like we're not that far below their standards currently. When Bob Iger walks up to my doorstep, that's how I truly know I hold the world of Kingdom Hearts in my hands. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, you can you can donate through the link in our little podcast about page. Uh, yeah. Definitely not necessary, but appreciated if you want to show some support beyond the aforementioned methods. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, yeah, we're, we're doing a little little packs thing that Marshall can give the spiel on. I'm not sure if there have been any updates since <laughs> the last week, but... Oh, yeah, I guess I'll away. give, like, the official panel description, but yes, our our panel at PAX will be what Kingdom Hearts means to you. So myself, uh, Kevin, and our somewhat recurring, sometimes blank points. Yeah, uh, probably heard him before. Nick slash Skyquake will be joining us as well. And we're going to talk about sort of the broad aspects of Kingdom Hearts and its appeal. But then also the truly pivotal moments that mean a lot to us as players as content creators and also opening it up to the audience and what you feel kingdom hearts is to you so yeah we'll be doing that march they've haven't locked it in officially by the time we're recording this but i'm pretty sure it will be a sunday march 24th at 2 p.m so feel free to check out i'll once again link all the pack stuff in the show description if you are so inclined to pick up a ticket uh, and also just uh, pack to school come if you want to uh, yeah yeah 
yeah, it's going to be a good time. So if you're in the area, we hope you can make it, and we'll see you there. So, yeah, that about covers it for this week's installment. Things are happening. Oh, boy. We're inside Rehu. But... Every shipper's dream. Oh, God. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't thinking of it that way, but now I can't unhear it, so... You're well, you're welcome. Into, yeah. <laughs> into Riku's keyhole and away. Yeah. <laughs>